Aloha. Welcome to the Big Dream School Podcast, where we explore the art, science, and soul of rocking your dreams. I'm your very grateful host, DJ Valerie B. Love. Inhale. Now, doesn't that just feel awesome? All right, let's rock this. Which kind of self-abuser are you? You might be thinking, I'm not a self-abuser. I work out sometimes. I eat pretty good sometimes. I don't drink or take drugs a lot. I have pretty good relationships, sort of. I'm good with money, kinda. I meditate. Well, I want to meditate. There's a ton of ways that we practice self-abuse and don't really even know it. And a lot of times it's in one area of life. Sometimes it's in a couple And we might be doing pretty well in the money department, but we're chowing down 10 donuts a day. We might be doing pretty well in the relationship department, but somehow we're not doing so great at our jobs, you know? And so there's always going to be something maybe that is out of alignment. And What I'm learning about this journey for me is sometimes I put blocks up around myself and I've noticed those are old patterns that I've had. And sometimes it could be around money, sometimes it can be around health. And a lot of it has to do with my self-worth. A lot of it has to do with, do I deserve to have X, Y, or Z? And so it's a very challenging question for a lot of people. For some people who have suffered sexual abuse, it's very hard to think about healthy relationships and healthy boundaries and healthy experiences sexually because we have a lot of shame around how we were treated and that we don't deserve love or that we don't aren't good enough, worthy of love. And certainly people who have experienced emotional, psychological abuse and physical abuse have a lot of the same internal conversations. I am a piece of shit. I don't, I'm never going to amount to anything. Like who am I to think this or want this or dream this? And these are old grooves in our records, in our brains, in our subconscious, and our conscious. And we have to understand and observe if they are there. And if we do recognize that we have that, if we're committed to a super big dream, if we're committed to joy, if we're committed to a happy life, it's our responsibility to rewrite those records, to rewrite those grooves. And it's doable. I'm living proof. And I want to share my experiences with you on how I do it. 
and I want to learn how you guys do it. So a low self-esteem, a low self-image, negative self-talk, self-abuse from the outside and self-abuse from the inside, I think definitely there's like this little voice that lives within each of us. We've got lots of them. But there's definitely one that has lived within me. It resembles my father's voice. It resembles some other people's voices in my life who I allowed in, who have put me down and called me names and all sorts of things. And and I sometimes I believed them. And it's a tough one because a lot of times these people were people that I loved. They're position people in positions of authority. And as a young person growing up, you believe these things. And it's hard. It's freaking hard to undo them. And but we have to. We must undo these these patterns and these these record groups because they're stopping us from moving forward. It's one of the a huge obstacle that we I don't know anybody who doesn't have a little bit of it. Some of us have it more than others, and some of us have a lot more reprogramming to do, rewriting of that record. And I feel like one of the biggest gifts we can give ourselves is positive self-talk. You may not even believe it when you're doing it, but you have to kind of fake it till you make it. And you will make it eventually, I promise, if you keep it up. And remember Amy Winehouse? Oh my gosh, right? It's a woman, extraordinary singer, extraordinary talent, just like from the depths of her soul, this woman could could pull out emotions from you and herself and others. It's just, she was remarkable, remarkable. And she hated herself. She had such a self-loathing and low self-esteem. It's like, it's, it's people go, how is that possible? Because she was so famous and she was so talented and so whatever. Like she had some grooves in her internal record and in her internal operating system that told her she wasn't good enough. She couldn't deal with the pain, all the things. Like she's got the, the song, I cheated myself like I knew I would, you know, you know, I'm no good. And we start to believe that, like our subconscious, our psyche believes those things that we say repeatedly to ourselves, like, yeah, I'm no good, I've made mistakes, or I'm damaged goods. Oh my gosh, that's one that I've had in my life. Holy cow, that's a big one, like damaged goods. Who would want to be with me? I'm a mess. Oh, I'm so screwed up. What do I have to offer? And the whole thing, and just like beat the shit out of myself. So as a former self-abuser turned radical self-lover who is still in recovery from former self-abuse and I think it will be a lifelong journey of reprogramming to the good stuff. And so I don't want to, I don't have an illusion that, okay, just because I said so, it's going to be so like all the time. Like I have to practice this. I have to practice self-love and self-worth and self-esteem and positive self-talk. It ha- it it's insidious these old patterns and they creep up at the the most vulnerable times when we're feeling doubt and weak and something triggered us and 
we're maybe questioning our worth, we're questioning our power, we're questioning our selves on this planet. And in addition to the gratitude as our super foundation to move forward in living our super big dreams and rocking this one beautiful life, we have to work on the energy, the attitude, the frequency of self-love and self-worth. And we are worth it. We are so worth joy. We are so worth love and support and safety. As I was preparing for this, I'm writing down some notes and I'm thinking, like I have this notion that I, I know a, a trillion percent that I am part of this infinite soup, this universal love, this energy, this expression, this infinity. And I am part of the creator and part of the created and it's part of the creating, you know, it's all of it. And so I was thinking, I'm like, gosh, would I, as an artist, I'm an artist and so are you, you know, whatever you make, whether it's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, whether it's a giant building or a business or a baby, like you're an artist too. And as a creator, would you want your creation to not feel like worthy of being created? You know, would you go through the effort of creating something and then the creation was looking back at you and going, well, I'm kind of crappy, you know? It's like, no, like you want the creation to feel like, yay, look what I did. I made, you know, I made some soup or (laughs) whatever it is. And I know sort of a silly analogy, but, you know, creations are worthy of like, yeah, I'm here, woohoo. And I'm taking up some space and I deserve to be here. And there are no mistakes. Like maybe it's not perfect and it could be a little sloppy or too salty or a little tilted, whatever it is. It's still wonderful and perfect in, in the overall experience because it could just be this like, well, that was a lesson. Now I'm going to make another creation. So this was a good learning opportunity. So the point is, Everything that has been created somehow is here to teach us and is somehow here to gift us and bless us, including us. And I was a total oops a baby, like total oops a baby, right? Like my parents were having an affair. My mom was the secretary. I didn't know any of this till I was 25 years old. And for 25 years of my life, I grew up believing that my parents were they met, that my mom was a secretary and they fell in love and got married and had me. And my mom had a, my older brother before me and her husband passed. And so she was a single mom in the sixties with not a lot of skills. So she could go be a secretary and she met my dad and apparently they ended up starting an affair and he didn't think he could get her pregnant because he'd been married for so long and they couldn't have kids. So he was just like, whatever. And then sure enough, here's my mom all pregnified with me. And he's like, oh shit, I'm married, you know? And my mom's like, oh shit, I've got a kid already. And then another one on the way. And the boss that I have is the the father. (laughs) Like, oh no, this is like horrible. So this is an interesting story. And the reason I'm telling you is because 
I carried her. So in addition to all the other self-talk that goes on in our own minds, we carry energy of our ancestors and certainly of our mothers. And I used to do massage therapy in San Diego years and years ago when I was about 25 and studying energy work and body work. And I was working in a chiropractor's office and I kept having this fear of abandonment. And I'm like, well, no, my parents got divorced. It was not easy, but I never was abandoned. And this doctor started doing this muscle testing on me, which that was my first experience. And he kept doing like, when was the first time you experienced this? And started doing this thing with my arm. And I'm like, oh God, this guy's a fucking quack. He kept doing it. And it got to the point where my arm, the energy break was when I was six months in the womb in my mom's belly. And I just looked at him like, dude, you're smoking crack. And he asked me, is your mom still alive? Ask her what was going on when, you know, you were six months in the womb. And that would have been around Christmas time of 1969. And I uh, asked her and she was like, well, you're old enough to know now, honey. And I was like, old enough to know what? So she proceeds to tell me the whole story, you know, about the affair and everything. And how she was absolutely panicked and like, holy shit, I'm going to be alone and this guy's going to leave me. And he said he was going to leave his wife so he could be with me and raise my daughter, my kid. You know, he didn't, she didn't know it was a girl at the time, but this other child with me. And so she is in like shit show panic mode. And meanwhile, my little being is getting created inside my body, my operating vehicle. And I'm soaking up all of her vibes and I'm soaking up all of her hormones and energy and everything and her fear and her panic and everything was transferred to me. And so I had a lot of work that I had to do on myself as an adult to clear myself of her energy and her fear. And one of the things was, I don't belong here. Like, I'm not worth it. I don't deserve to be here. I'm a burden, I'm taking up space and I'm just gonna cause a fucking headache for these people. And so the energy of that I carried with me. So in addition to having external energy around me with, with my father being pretty negative and you know, who do you think you are to wanna go to college and you know, all these things and just you're a woman, you're just gonna either be a mom or a whore and all these things that he would say. And, God bless his, rest his heart, you know, and soul. But it was hard growing up hearing that stuff. So, so I've, I've had a lot of unprogramming that I have had to do. And it's important and it has been vital and critical for me. And I still have to do it a lot. And so I wonder what kind of programming you have had over your life. Has it been something that maybe you listen to messages on, the advertising that tells you, oh, you need to have thinner thighs and all these things, whatever it is. It was something, somebody in high school didn't pay attention to you and called you a loser. Like there's so many ways that we have gotten programmed over the years and don't know it. And so in order for us to move forward with rocking this life and living our purpose, we have to embrace our worth and that we are worth radical abundance and that we are worth radical joy and we are worth radical fulfillment and we don't have to earn it 
Let me repeat that. We do not have to earn the worth. Let me explain what I mean by that. Some people are like, whoa, wait a minute. No, of course you have to earn your worth. No, you have to earn a living. You might have to earn some respect, but you don't have to earn your worth. Okay, because you are a product of the universe. You are a creation of the universe, of spirit, of God, of the infinite, of the one, whatever you choose to call it. But you are a creation. And the fact that you exist means you are worth all the beautiful things. Your, it is your birthright to be free. It is your birthright to have joy. It is your birthright to feel love. Okay? And think about this. I can relate to this. And my, one of my girlfriends was telling me the other day that, you know, she feels like in order for her to nourish her body, she needs to perform. She needs to produce. She needs to be productive. And that if she doesn't do something productive, she doesn't deserve to have healthy food. And so she's had an eating issue. And so she'll starve herself sometimes. And I know this is very common with a lot of people. A lot of people have different reasons for eating disorders. And for me, when I had my eating disorder as a teen, it was a power thing. It wasn't like a, I wasn't starving myself. I was actually doing the opposite. But that's a whole nother episode. But it, it definitely was something that I was abusing myself. And But the point is, when a baby comes out of a mama. The baby does not have to earn its nourishment. It just receives it by being. It is its right. It is its birthright to have nourishment. And so it is your birthright to have nourishment. You are worth it. And so the baby doesn't have to perform or do anything. <laughs> just feed me, right? And love me and hold me. And most of the time, the mama and the families are capable, thank goodness, in our society of doing that. Lots of times they're not, but it's not the baby's fault. So I want to invite you to adopt a mindset that no matter what you've done, no matter who you've screwed over, no matter how many mistakes you've made, no matter who's abused you or talked shit to you or no matter how many times you failed at a company, a job, uh, anything, you know, sports, music, anything, you are worth love because you are beautiful and perfect just the way you are. And so you are worth being cared for and you are worth great things coming your way and you are worth receiving absolute wonderful things in your life. You are worth perfect health. You are worth safety. You are worth somebody to hug you and, and be with you who's aligned with you. Spirit wants that for you. And as soon as you agree that that is true and you say, I am worth it, and you allow the abundance of the universe to knock at your doorstep and not just sit there and wait for you to open the door because you don't think you're worth having something at the door open, you know, like, uh-uh, dude, open the door and let it in, right? So this week's challenge is an I'm worth it challenge. 
So whether it is, you know, eating that piece of chocolate, whatever it is, like you are worth it. You are worth having clients come in your door and pay you what your price is. You don't have to discount your life away. If you have something to offer this planet, offer it and hold your head up. and be like, Yeah, heck yeah, man. I have a great service. You know, I'm the best window washer on the planet. You know, I'm going to, this is, I charge a little more and I'm worth it. And you're going to be stoked. You know, if that's what your thing is. And sometimes people have money blocks, you know, they shut the door on money. So like, oh, I don't know. Am I allowed to have all this abundance? Fuck yeah, you are. Open the door. Open the door. So I'm really excited to do this with you guys. And so the I'm worth it challenge. And remembering that spirit wants you to thrive. You don't make a creation and want it to suck and suffer. Like you make creations because you want them to be cool. And so does spirit. And so you were designed with the intention of thriving. And somehow when we get into certain environments, we get programmed to think we're not supposed to. That we're supposed to just sort of sit back, take what you get, you know, don't complain. And um, it's like, no, dude, you don't have to complain, but you're worth it. You're worth a beautiful life. You're worth a safe life. Every square inch of you is worth it. Honestly, I don't care how far down the rabbit hole you've gone. Okay? You can always draw a line in the sand and say no more. I forgive myself for all those old things. That's a whole nother episode we're going to do on on forgiveness. And you can move forward and you can allow yourself to receive because you are worth it. And so we really, 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 it's going to be fun shifting our heart set, our mindset, our soul set towards radical self-love, radical self-worth, radical self-care. So we're going to have lots of fun doing that together. And so this week I invite you, what are you going to do? What are you worth? Are you worth going for that 15 minute walk in nature, even though you've got a stack of work to do? Heck yeah, you are. Go for that walk and get that fresh air. Guess what? You're going to recharge yourself in such a cool, nourishing way that that stack of work, you're going to blow through it like no biggie. You know, your body is worth taking care of. Your mind is worth taking care of. You know, and so we're going to have lots of fun doing lots of house cleaning, lots of people cleaning, lots of money cleaning. We're going to, you know, throughout this journey together, this divine journey that us dream jockeys are on, we're going to do lots of cleansing. We're going to let go of things that don't serve us. We're going to call in things that do. And so we'll have lots of opportunities for that together. So, you know, and another really, oh, Marianne Williamson you may or may not know her. She's epic. She's got a great book, Woman's Worth. Check that one out too. She's so good. And who are you not to be beautiful? Who are you not to shine and be bold? It's like, you are a child of God. You are a child of this universe. You know, say, call it what you want. You were designed to shine. And you were designed to live this song of your, your beautiful life. And so I want you to know that in every cell of your being, okay? I want you to know that you are here to shine and glow, all right? 
there's an awesome song by Alicia Keys called A Woman's Worth also. Super beautiful. Super, oh, I love Alicia Keys. Would love to meet you and have you on Super Big Dream one day. Oh my gosh, that would be a dream come true for sure. So, all right, everybody. So the mantra, the quote, the words for the week, what are yours going to be? Mine are that spirit wants me to be fulfilled. Like I deserve to be fulfilled. Absolutely full. And this is going to be fun. So get a buddy. That's the other thing. We got to always remember when we're getting our seven-day rock this life challenge, our fun sheets, get a buddy to do it with. It's way more fun to do something cool with a friend. And text them once a day. Did you do your challenge? High five them, send them some emoticons, do something. But it's just a week of your time. Commit to something fun. Like, what do you want to do this week that you're totally like, maybe something that, you know, it could be something decadent. Like I said, it could be something simple, like just going for a walk or maybe reading 10 minutes before you go to bed. But any single thing that you do that can practice some self-love and, you know, substitute some of the old self-abuse patterns with it, try it out. Like maybe it's doing 10 push-ups because you, you love your body. Your body is worth being strong. Like what's it going to be? What's it to you and why is it important? Every challenge, every week that we ha- do these challenges together, one of the most important questions you answer in addition to what's the challenge of the week, it's why does this matter to me? Like why is this important? Okay, you want me to do 10 push-ups? I don't think so. It's like, no, I want my body to rock because I want to live here for a long time on this planet and I want to see my kids graduate or I want to help build some water wells for people so they have fresh water, whatever it is. But like your why is really super important. And I think Simon Sinek has a TED talk called Start With Why. And that's a really good one. So always remember your why, you know, as you move through life. And that same thing, like as you move through your super big dream, why are you excited? Like why do you have a super big dream? Why? Who cares? You do. Why? Figure your why out. So we'll do another episode on that too. All right. So let's inhale together. Inhale. Exhale. And remember, we can snap our fingers. We can start now and achieve progress. No matter where we are on this journey, you can always in this moment right now, you can start now, achieve progress. You can snap into this moment and begin the next part and let go of the other stuff. So we're gonna have some fun with the snap uh, technology that, that I like to play with. So we'll see how we get to do some snapping into it together. Snap out of it and snap into it, dude, it's cool. All right. Peace, love, granola. Until next time, you can download this week's fridge sheet, your super fun fridge dream sheet at DJ Valerie B. Love forward slash 003. I am worth it. That's this week's episode. So hopefully you will do this with a friend. Send me pictures of your challenges. Send me stuff. I love to see what people are doing. 
I want to, you know, go to the Facebook group, check it out. You're going to be stoked, super stoked. All right, everybody, big, big aloha, big love to you. And remember, you're worth it. You were designed to shine. All right, aloha. Thanks again for listening to this awesome Big Dream School podcast. If you received any benefit and you like it, it would mean the world to me if you could please take a moment to send us a review on iTunes and subscribe. It will help us get this message and these tools out there to all of the big dreamers like you. Thank you again and many, many blessings to you in your day. Aloha. Aloha.